Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. Like you say, this ain't going to be a, ain't like we got so much happy fun times to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> let's get it. Let's, let's try to get the people something. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. This is week number 16 against the New Orleans Saints. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali, and that's our other host, Jake Solomon. And even though I don't sound that that sad, I am because we had a slither, even the smallest, tiniest, I don't know, most minute, it's even more words than I even look at my the source app to come up with a small chance of making it a playoff, but we had to win and and losing just now really took us out and I'm really kinda like like sad. But you know what? Whatever, man. I'm gonna try to stay optimistic for the rest of this episode. Do you have anything to say to the people about this game before we really get into how <laughs> How we, how sad we are. All I gotta say is build a goddamn dome. I don't care. I don't care. Build the dome. Build the dome. I don't even live there anymore. I'm not. I don't know when the next time I go to a game that was, you know, negative degree wind too. I don't know. But build the dome. Build the dome. It's affecting the game too much. That's all I want. That's all I gotta say. Well, we're gonna we're gonna pray for a dome. Pray for better coaching. Pray for some wins. Pray for a lot of shit. But uh, we're going to start with this Saints game. QB Pierce, let's just get into it. I know the production in Houston was was a lot, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it moves forward, but it's been really good in practice and getting better. I think he's got a good feel of, um, you know, for these guys and when they're open and, and how to get them the ball. Ready for a great challenge for us uh, at our place. Good football team. We know all the unique challenges that this football team presents, uh, offense, defense, special teams. So we really got to be on point uh, when you get into these type of games, whatever it is, whatever the, the unique part of the game is, you got to make sure you're educating your players and, and we will do that. But ultimately these guys know their bodies as you have games that you get to play in different conditions. And sometimes you play and it's real hot. Sometimes you play, it's real windy, it's real cold, whatever it is. So uh, the, the truth of the matter is the conditions will be the exact same for both teams. So it's going to be about who executes, who does their job. Now this is by far going to be the worst or coldest weather I've ever played in like, my life. I mean, it's going to be cold, but I mean, it's football at the end of the day. With the mindset, like, it's not cold, it's not cold, it's not cold. Oh, no, I'm wearing long sleeves. No, what I, I'm wearing, I'm wearing long sleeves. I mean, that just shows you how much they love Cleveland football. Um, see what happened. It's to Muddy, here they come. Watson will just throw it out of bounds. Everyone covered down the field. You saw it. Dalton protected, then pass deflected, and picked off. 
Delpit intercepted. It's Grant Delpit. Delpit still looking for daylight. Trump has been the workhorse as expected. Gangs of the holidays from Cleveland. Here's Watson looking for the edge. Watson is going to stroll in for the Cleveland touchdown. Want to do, but especially in a game like this with these conditions. Back to the ground game. This is Chubb. Usually a good idea putting the ball in his hands. Shot out of a kick. Stefanski rolling the dice. They're going to throw it again. Fourth and two. Incomplete. And Watson wasn't even close. I don't like it. Third and 13. Watson's pass up to seam. It is caught. And timeout left now. 51 seconds. Now they've got a lead on that passing game. Watson over the middle. It's caught. And another big play. No timeouts. It's third and 10. Watson over the middle. Incomplete. My goodness. Njoku couldn't squeeze it. It comes down to this for Cleveland. 23 seconds. Watson all day to throw. Now here they come. And they bury him. I mean, it's very disappointing. It's not where we want to be. It's not where we're expected to be at the beginning of the season. But at the end of the day, you got to keep on fighting. you got to have pride about your, your job and what you do. You know, a lot of guys in this locker room you know, love this game. I want to give their all to it. And now you got to keep on fighting, regardless of what the, the the stakes are, what the circumstances are. You just got to keep on, keep on going. I mean, we just have to maintain that intensity and uh, that level of play. And I don't think the intensity dropped, but I think that uh, that really attention to detail you know, being where you're supposed to be and uh, making those plays when they come to you, uh, that, that really you know, came back to bite us. Sean, you feel like you guys are going to figure out a way down the stretch there? Uh, most definitely. Um, every time we have an opportunity to, you know, finish out our, you know, score points down there, you know, we always feel like we can make those opportunities and take advantage of them. And, you know, today we just kind of missed out on some of them. Uh, yeah, he came by the locker. Um, you know, it's just, you know, missed opportunity. But, you know, stuff like that happens. And, you know, next time we'll be sure to, you know, capitalize on it for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the guys did a great job of, you know, blocking and, and sealing a hole, and I saw it and just accelerated and got into the end zone. So, like I said, finish these two weeks strong and then look back and review the season and what we could have did better and try to improve and, you know, come back next, next season and, and, you know, try to do what we need to do. You know, fought to the end there and, and didn't come through. Uh, in the end, played, tried to battle that team and and and, and it was uh, you know knew it was going to be that type of game uh, but ultimately didn't come through at the end that's really tough and disappointing our focus won't change for next week we're in the business go down there and, and try and get a win next week but uh, obviously that's disappointing but uh, obviously that's disappointing but uh, obviously that's disappointing like I got, like I said, at the top of the show, we need it. We need it to win. We at least need to do our part, which was winning the remaining games. I thought we had a real good chance. QE Piers, if you heard the last episode, I gave us so much hope in the hopes and previews section of the podcast. I really thought we had a chance to beat the stumbling, bumbling Saints at home, <laughs> outside, in the cold. A, a, a dome team, a southern team, but none of that mattered. 
Didn't matter. On either side, uh, really. Uh, it, yeah, the elements played at least at least once the elements came into effect, is what I'm trying to say, when Amari Cooper slid wide open in the back of the end zone. More open than anybody have ever seen him be all year in the end zone. And he slipped, and it caused him to drop the ball because, of course you do. If you slip all of a sudden, <laughs> you ain't going to be able to fucking concentrate on what he was doing a mere milliseconds before you slipped. So, I mean, ask anybody who's ever carried anything and slipped what happened. It don't turn out well. <laughs> Slipping is not good for anything, especially mm-hmm. a football player trying to catch a ball thrown by another professional football player surrounded by professional football defenders. <laughs> yeah, I, I can speak from experience, Yusuf. Uh, catching a pass on cold and icy surfaces or even just walking can be difficult, can be difficult. Just a, a little FYI for the viewers out there that may not have a lot of experience with ice. It can be tricky. Yep, so like, let me see, he slipped that one time. Like I say, it really, other than then, I can't point out too many big plays that was ruined because of the weather or the surface. It was just motherfuckers. Like, okay, the big play at the end when Njoku dropped the ball. That didn't have nothing mm-hmm. to do with the weather. He should have caught that. You out there being this tough, I don't need a shirt guy. Will you? God damn it, you need gloves. You need something to catch that ball. How you going to catch a one-hand miraculous catch <laughs> one week and then drop basically a ball that was in the numbers? I mean, sure, it was a guy there. It wasn't a clean as wide open catch, but come on, man. You got to make that catch in this game. You, was- you do, and I, I think there was also – I think I was still surprised by how – not so much how many – I mean, yeah, there probably was too many pass attempts, uh, but also just, like, the the routes that we had planned. Like, I just don't think you can – I don't think you can prep for a game like this knowing how cold it's going to be and try to, like, throw a bomb or any sort of streak. The wind, the the temperature, like, that throws so many things off, and so – it was really disappointing to see us take a few shots downfield like that because I just kind of felt like you don't know what the ball is going to do. And then also, you you can't even really have faith in your receivers at that point. Somebody might fall because uh, it's cold and you can't get your footing. And there's just so many factors that the, the elements kind of control the game. And so you kind of have to play to it. And so I think – Running the ball would have been a safer choice. We doubled the amount of pass attempts that the Saints had, um, and I think that was the smart way to go. That being said, like there still were a few passes that should have been catches. There's that one, uh, I think it was that crossing route that Amari had that Deshaun missed. Um, but it, like I was telling you before, it's it's really tough to be too. Um, too analytical on this one just because the elements were insane. Like it, it just, this was not a normal, a normal game. 
I, I felt like when this game was happening, I was like, I don't, whatever happens with this game, I don't think it's a fair assessment of either team. I don't think either team is showing anything. I feel like it's more, it's just a crapshoot, and we'll sit, maybe we'll get lucky enough to win, but I, I do think there was a lot of plays that we were held back because of coaching. I, I think that, I mean, yeah, tw- Nick Chubb had 24 carries, but um, I, I he maybe should have had more or at least, you know, Kareem, even though Kareem Hunt was stopped for most of the day. And I will say that the the Saints, I felt like the Saints D-line did pretty well all in all. You know, Nick Chubb only, he only averaged 3.8 a carry. He still, he had to earn all those 92 yards. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they were he had to work, but yeah, I would say a lot of still a lot of coaching miscues. But again, the the weather and the elements were really tough to to play with. Yeah, he should have had at least two more carries on those drives when we had short yardage on third mm-hmm. and fourth down, and we decided to throw on both downs. Yeah, that was really bad. That was especially like the announcer had literally just said. Nick Chubb is running his ass off. This is the type of weather. This is when you want to use a Nick Chubb. And what mm-hmm. did we do? <laughs> Try to mm-hmm. throw the ball two times in a row for one mm. yard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's like at least run with the quarterback if you're going to run. Right. I mean, you're not going to run with Nick Chubb. That's why we got Deshaun Watson. So we can run, play action. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's what I wish they would have done. They, I wish they would have done some more play action plays, but it really didn't happen. I didn't see too many bootleg uh, to get Deshaun out in space. So I don't know. Um, it looked bad though. It didn't. It still. Again, how much can you take away from this game? I don't know, but it, I, I guess I would have felt better about it had we just kind of ran plays that had a higher percentage of completion or success. Yeah. We don't got to draw draw this out too much longer. It was it was tough. It was the first couple possessions on both sides of the ball was as expected, a lot of three and outs, a lot of missed passes and but then once we got rolling, you know, we got up 10 zip and it looked like, you know, we was going to do what we supposed to do and then out of nowhere, it was 17-10, and we just could not. That We had a chance on that. Like, we had multiple chances to tie the game up, but for whatever reason, we did not. It was – but, like you say, once you combine the elements, it wasn't as bad as a loss as we had previously. We didn't have some even worse losses than that. So that was just like, – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was just kind of like a tough loss, but it wasn't like the worst loss. But it was, it was a loss. But it was. Nick Chubb was the bright spot. Nick Chubb had 92 yards, and Amari, for the most part, caught everything. <laughs> yeah. He was catching yep. that ball. He was there. He was damn sure was catching that ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. QB Pierce, that was a tough one. Oh, well. All right, surprising and disappointing players of the week for week 16. Um, let's start with surprising players. Um, 
I saw this in a tweet and I didn't put the two and two together and I was like, hmm, he damn sure did. So I'm surprised that DPJ been fucking up like he has on offense. Keep coming up with all these flags. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. You're supposed to be the hero. Yep. Yeah, so he's, he's had quite a few this year, huh? Yeah, that's three uh, in a row. The, the tweet pointed out mm-hmm. three in a row. Three. Wow. Just dumb plays. Like, this. Mm-hmm. like, you're not supposed to get those as a receiver, these holdings and false starts and whatever the fuck you keep getting. <laughs> Just boneheaded play. So yeah, man, I was I'm surprised that he fucked it up like that, man. Mm. I would say my surprising player um is Jerome Ford. He averaged mm. 31 yards uh on his kick returns, long of 37. Uh, and most of this season, we have, I don't think we've gotten past the 25. Like, I don't, it, it feels like every time we could have taken a touchback and didn't, it always bit us. And so I think Jerome Ford did pretty well uh, this game, uh, albeit the conditions. He has been a bright spot the last couple games. So, yeah. He, mm-hmm. And it's even talking him being the reason that we can be able to get rid of Kareem Hunt. Interesting. I mean, that's, I mean, Jerome Ford, but isn't, uh, isn't Dearness Johnson? And, uh, you think DJ, but DJ only got like what, four carries this year or something crazy like that? <laughs> so I yeah. don't know. I don't know. We'll see offseason. We, we, the offseason is coming soon and we'll definitely talk about that then. All right. So let's do disappointing players. I'm going to go with the, the, the aforementioned, uh, David Njoku. I'm disappointed mm-hmm. in him. For dropping that ball in such a crucial down only because you want to be the I'm the man, uh, whatever the fuck. I don't need no shirt in 10 degree below weather. <laughs> I'm still tough. I'm still none of this phase me. I'm okay, unfazed, motherfucker. Then why did that little defender phase you and make you drop that <laughs> ball in? Mm-hmm. So I was disappointed in that. All that's showing out. Just to drop the the biggest play of the game. Mm. Um, hmm. Part of me, well, no, I won't. I won't put that on him. I was thinking maybe Miles Garrett, just because he didn't get a sack. But I did see some plays. He got. He was really close a few times. And yeah, he, he was. Make, he couldn't make it happen. So I won't give it to him. I don't. I don't think that constitutes. Disappointing. Um, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I would, I would say Kareem Hunt. I, again, the conditions weren't the best, but he had seven carries for eight yards, one point one average. That's, uh, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah, um, yeah he was a, he was a So yeah, I, I'll say, I'll say Kareem Hunt is my disappointing player this week. Yeah, big time non-factor. All right, that's that's good. So we got surprising players with based on performance and disappointing players based on lack of performance. I guess that's mm-hmm. how it should go. Metaphor of the week. This is gonna be fun. Metaphor of the week for week sixteen. Uh, I thought it was earlier. It is non-sexual. <laughs> 
Oh, Unless man. You, you might can squeeze uh, some social out of this, baby. You do. Hey, you know, just have fun with it. You know, play around. Okay. We'll see what happens. We'll see where it takes us. I was thinking about the fact that this game was already, like, as far as playoff implication, it was a slim to none chance that we was going to make the playoffs. And we really did need to win that game. But, you know, going into it, it was like, even if we do win this game, you know, you know, it's kind of like, it's still kind of, you know, a lot of, a lot of shit, right? So it's like, it was one of these games where it's like, we don't, I ain't even gonna say we don't expect to win because maybe we don't, maybe we don't expect to win. It was just a game. Like we kind of checked out. So like, okay, put it like this. It was a game with not a lot of expectations. That's easy. Yes. Well, we watching this game with not a lot of expectations. That turned out kind of like the way we kind of thought it was gonna go. So this game was like watching somebody try to cross the freeway. <laughs> and you you pretty sure that they weren't they not gonna make it. You like there's no way this guy's gonna make it across this eight-lane highway from all the way. Starting in lane one, mm. but you watching them, and you go up ten zip, aka this guy that made it halfway across the freeway. You're like, oh shit, he might, he might make it. He done made it halfway through across this freeway, <laughs> and then he make it into lane five. And you're like, oh. wait a minute, he makes it to lane six. You're like. Get the fuck out of here. This dude is about to make it. But then here come the car. Lane seven, they coming. Lane seven. Oh, shit. I don't think he's going to make it. I think he's just going to have to stand there. Oh, Nike, not lane six is coming. He got to go back to the middle. Nike, back to back, the middle. Yeah. 17 10. But it's still hope. It's enough time on the clock. We just got to score once. He didn't ran back out to lane six. He just got, oh, he in lane seven. He just got to make it one more lane. And here this motherfucker get hit by a Vespa scooter that's going three times faster than you think a scooter could go. <laughs> <laughs> and now, boom, you watch him get hit and you say, damn. Well, I didn't think he was going to make it anyway, but that was kind of. <laughs> and there you go. That's what this guy felt like. Why just somebody get a scooter in lane eight? While while trying to go on his way to get some pussy. That's pretty much. What there you go. That's how you try to, that's how you try to put a ribbon on that. That's funny. Um, this game, uh, yeah. Let's see. Low expectations. What was tough about this game is like there there wasn't. I was upset when bad plays happened, but I was also like. What can you do? The conditions are so tough. Um, so I wasn't even that upset. So I kind of felt, in a way, a little bit emotionally detached. But I would say this game was uh, a lot like probably watching your like, daughter's dance recital, I would say. Uh, you know, it's like you, you kind of show up, but again, expectations are very low. A kid is going to fall. Your daughter is probably going to fall a few times. But nothing, nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. How old is the daughter? Teenager or little girl? We'll say little girl. We'll say five. Five, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're just falling. 
Yeah, right? they might they might finish the Nutcracker all, all in one piece. Nobody falls, nobody skips a step. Maybe it's possible, but they're five. You know what? What can you expect? They're just five years old. So I think it was a lot like watching your daughter, your child's dance recital, knowing they're young. They're gonna make mistakes. There's really not much you can do. It's just you gotta just kind of sit back and and just hope and pray that things go well. And uh, but in the end, it didn't go well. And everyone saw. And your daughter spilled the punch all over her face. Waterboarding in the mm. process. Yeah. Now she won't even go near Kool Aid no more. Traumatized for life. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So that's pretty much what this game was in a nutshell. Damn. Mm. Almost made it home without waterboarding herself. Almost. Almost. That was a tough game to watch. Mm-hmm. Hopes and previews um, for week 17. Who we playing next week, Statman? We play the Washington Commander. You know what? And they not have bad. They're not that bad. The record, they're completely 500, 7-7-1. Seven, seven, they had a tie this year. Um, but they are a well-coached team. Um, they're, they've are they got a lot of talent on the roster. Ron Rivera is their coach. Uh, players seem to really like him. Um, you know, the guy's been coaching for a minute, so he's got a lot of experience. Um, and he, yeah, he's, uh, they, they've got a solid squad there to, uh, yeah, Taylor, Taylor Heineke, Taylor, Trevor, Taylor, Tyler, Tyler, Taylor, it is Taylor, 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 Taylor Heineke. Yeah. He's, he's a pretty, uh, solid quarterback. He has similar numbers to, uh, Jacoby Brissett, but less pass attempts. So I guess that's not good. Um, they got Brian Robinson as a running back, not as good up, of course. Um, and then they got uh, their uh, Terry McLaurin, their Pro Bowl wide receiver. Um, he's had a pretty solid year as well. And I think uh, Chase Young is going to be back on defense. Their defense is pretty solid. So, uh, uh, a okay. mic'd up, and they whoever they was playing, it was they mic they had they. They captain on defense was mic'd up. So, you know, they show his plays and show him talking mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, they got some they got some players over there. And then they had they, a nickname for their running back. He called the running back B-Rob. Mm. And he said, and B-Rob out there looking like uh, Bo Jackson. And I said, oh, man, <laughs> that ain't mm. good. That ain't good when we play them. Yeah, I don't want to play Bo Jackson. Right, so this, oh man, this is gonna be tough. Oh, yeah, all right. Have, I was just saying, the last stat they've lost the last two games, and they they tied the one before that, so they have not won in three weeks or four weeks, I guess, depending on how you look at it. So they they will probably put up a, a pretty big fight, and they. I'm just going to check really quick to see if they're still in the playoff hunt. I think they are. They they had the last spot in the playoffs. Mm. So we're playing spoiler right now. They are fighting to stay in the playoffs. Mm. I hate that position because guys don't like just being the spoiler. Maybe. Maybe some guys get motivated to be the spoiler. 
some other some guys be just ready to get that shit over with. Like, man, why mm-hmm. we out? Right. <laughs> uh, uh, so, all right, on the hope scale, star search, star search rules. I'm only gonna get this one uh, 2.75 hopes. Mm, 2.75. It's a little bit more than half. So you're yeah. more optimistic? Yeah, just slightly more optimistic than pessimistic. Mm, okay, okay. Um, I'll put it, I'll give them, I have two stars of hope. So I'm gonna say a little bit less. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The good news about that is you can't be disappointed. Low expectations. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's right. Can't, can't really be ruined. So mm-hmm. that's right. That's how you don't get hurt, man. Like Pierce, but this is after where we at now at this point of the season, knowing we got nothing to play for but trying to not get hurt. Maybe a couple <laughs> guys trying to play out to show off for other teams. Uh, maybe a couple guys trying to make some more money, trying to restructure their contract. But, um, yeah, man, and them guys got something to play for. So I'm just going to say 2.75 hopes. But I still want to win. I just oh, yeah. Be oh, yeah. I won't be surprised right. if we win, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do our new favorite topic of the year. Um, is Joe Wood still our defensive coordinator and other things? Um, based on this game with the element asterisks, <laughs> um, we gave Taysom Hill a, a, a big play. I hated that we gave Taysom Hill a big play. He kept getting big plays. We we didn't stop him. We he only came in the game to run the ball. That's all he did. He did hand off I think once, but. He didn't have any passes, and it's like we weren't – we were completely unprepared for that. And it's so frustrating that this dude, every single time he ran the ball, was for positive yardage. Like, I don't I don't think he had a run less than five yards, I don't think. So that was really frustrating that we weren't ready for that. And that's like – the weather has nothing to do with us, like, stacking the box or whatever. So right. We could have we played him in – Taysom Hill, you, you should know they're going to run. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I guess, I guess he got his job only because they're not going to fire him with two games left. But yeah. You know, there, he's because yeah, of nothing he's doing. Yeah, he's – I mean, I think we all know that he's got to be gone. There's just, there's just no way. I don't know why the player – I hate when players try to stick up for this man because there's there's no way – there's no way that they can – like, sure, yeah, they do need to execute, but I think they are executing his plan, and it's a shitty plan. So, like, um, I, we, I've been saying it since the start of the season. I'm just so um, – I'm so over Joe Wood. I, I don't think – that he's putting our players in the best position to succeed. We don't know how to blitz. We don't know how to play coverage. Obviously, communication is an issue. It's like, it's just been all bad. And for what it's worth, you've been over Stefanski for about half of the season. <laughs> yeah, that that is 
I mean, again, this game can't be used really against him. I guess you can. I, it just, again, big picture. Can this guy coach an entire football team? And I don't, I don't know. It's just so crazy to think that he took us to the playoffs. We got a playoff win with this guy, um, and it just feels like it was so long ago. I don't know how we did it um, because it's clear that we. He does not have great control over the defense. And I just think it's obvious our clock management isn't great. Situational awareness isn't great. And there's just a I, I don't know. And I do not want to change coaches again, but, it, you know, I think he's safe. I, I think whatever happens to the end of the year, I do think he is safe. But, I mean, next year, I, mean, I don't know. And the other thing as far as things, I didn't see – I didn't mm-hmm. see the game, but I saw that uh, Baker Mayfield had a good game. And immediately yeah. they compared to Deshaun Watson. It's like, of course. Oh, of course. so Baker Mayfield had a good game inside playing on clean, untouched grass. <laughs> and he had a better game yeah. than Deshaun Watson, who is a Southerner playing in the first time, or maybe first time, and definitely the coldest game in Brown's history or some shit like that. And he had a better game. Oh, oh, really? Ain't that a bitch? Wait till next week or next year and see who have a better game and a better... Get the fuck out of here with this Baker Mayfield shit because he had one good game. Who did they beat? The Broncos? The Broncos ain't shit. Yeah, Broncos are bad. And also, it's like, the game before against the Packers, he played played terrible. So... Uh, yeah, he's been pretty bad for the most of this year. So yeah, not definitely not a fair comparison. Whatever though, they, you know, it's another another story for these reporters to go off of and say, you know, maybe they gave up on him too soon or whatever. But we didn't give up on shit. Right. Well, I got a question for you. What? Where do you think we would be if Jacoby Brissett was still our quarterback? Which games did we lose? We lost. He came back for the Texans game. So we. Well, we definitely would have still beat the Texans. And we lost to the Bengals. Would he would have beat the Bengals? Was the Bengals lost Jacoby's fault? I mean, uh, the quarterback play fault? Or how did we win uh, that game? I mean, we No, we lost that game game. because we just couldn't stop Chase. We couldn't stop Chase. Yeah, we were idiots that game. Couldn't Even stop Chase. That they was going to throw the Chase because the other guys was hurt, and we still couldn't stop Chase. So I don't know if we said would have mattered. And then we just beat who we beat. We beat uh, – We beat the Texans, beat, beat the Ravens. The Ravens. So, I mean, no, I don't think – I think this outcome would have been the same because – the defense carried us against the Texans. The defense blew the yeah. game against the Bengals. And we just beat the Ravens. So, yeah, yeah. we would have beat the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it would have been too much different. And uh, Deshaun Watson, each game looking more and more like it. So, like, he, got, he finally got a rushing touchdown. So, like, shit like that, like, yeah. he going to be all right. I ain't worried about Deshaun Watson. Like, even, I saw somebody saying, People was worried about him throwing in the snow 
and look at him. He out there throwing lasers. So it's like, yep. yeah, he wasn't even. I ain't worried about him at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think we'd be all right. I think this. I don't think nothing would have changed with Jacoby. But I do think Jacoby gonna leave and go make some money somewhere next year. So yeah, he he will. Um, I'll root for Jacoby, man. He was. He was yeah, great. he was happy. Yeah, for for what he was, really good. So, shout out to Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, shout out JP. All right, final thoughts, and then we can get out of here. Final thoughts for Week 16 against the New Orleans Saints. Who that? Whatever the fuck they say. Um, yeah, it was shitty beating, shitty losing to the Saints. Even shittier not even seeing Landry out there or Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. So we lost to the Saints, and I didn't even get to enjoy the loss. Like, like however crazy that sounds. But um, it was it was weird. Like I say, watching it, knowing that we really ain't have. Honestly, nothing to lose. Even if we would have won, we still would have been like, okay, we still need this this team and this team and this team and this team to lose and everybody to lose. So it was almost like it's almost like watching the preseason games at this point. We just kind of watching to to see something exciting happen. If we win, we win. If we lose, it really don't matter. Just don't want nobody to get hurt. So mm-hmm. that's my final. Yeah. I just want to see keep seeing Deshaun turn into to Deshaun. Or turn back to the shine so that by week one next year we'd be really ready to go. So that was my final thought. Yeah, I'll just kind of piggyback on that. I think at this point we're 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 past that time in the season where we can say like, yeah, we want to see progress year over year. I don't think Joe Woods is going to be back next year, so I can't even say I want to see progress from the defense because I think it's going to look really different next year. Um, so I I. I I think, like you said, at this point, we got to just hope that Deshaun gets back to form and that he and our receivers, running backs, everybody on the offense can just start clicking and, and build some momentum going into next season. Um, yeah, and like you said, you just got to gotta stay healthy. Yep. So with that, QB Pierce, we got two more games. Let's just hope we – Get some milestones at least. Let's, let's get Deshaun a few more touchdowns. Let's get Nick some more yards to go on his stats. And fucking, if we win, we win. If not, fuck it, man. Let's stay healthy. We're going to beat. It will, it will be nice to beat these fuckers, the, the fucking Washington, whatever the fuck they call themselves now. But mm-hmm. If not, whatever. Until next week, QB Pierce, uh, this has been a Cunison. This has been the Quintessential Browns Podcast. I've been Yusuf Ali. That is Jake Solomon. Fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.